Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Dr. David Jacobs, chair of the Ontario Specialist Association, president of the Ontario Association of Radiologists, and we call these segments with Dr. Jacobs, where healthcare and politics intersect. Dr. Jacobs, thanks very much for coming back on the program. Well, thanks for having me again. Much has been said today, particularly, about Canada passing the United States as far as percentage of population having received one jab of vaccine is concerned. I tweeted this morning that perspective is important. Number one, it took far too long for Canada to reach this reality. And number two, I think if it weren't for extending the time between the first and the second jab to 16 weeks, we wouldn't even be close to the United States. And as it is, about only about 4% of Canada's population has received both vaccinations, whereas in the United States, the number is closer to 38%. And that comes out to, according to the CDC today, um, 127 million people. Am I correct? Well, you're, you're correct with the percentages. I won't do the quick math in my head. It's not really my strong suit. But uh, uh, all, all of the percentages are accurate. Uh, and and you're, you're quite right. If we had uh, ruled out the vaccines in the same way that the U.S. rolled out their vaccines, we would be much, much, much further behind them. Um, so it's frustrating to see partisans jumping up and down and cheering that we're passing an ally who's responsible for giving us the vaccines that we need. It's really kind of, it's a little gross, to be honest with you. And the real question that people should ask uh, is not, oh, are our numbers of first doses better, but are we open? Are our cases going down? Mm-hmm. Um, are our schools open? Uh, these are the real questions that we should be asking. And the answer to all of those is uh, no. I mean, the cases are going down in Ontario, thank God, but the cases are going up elsewhere. So clearly, it's a good thing to have a lot of people vaccinated. I'm a very strong proponent of vaccines. Uh, But uh, just choosing one metric and celebrating it when the real metrics are being ignored is problematic and it's political. Yeah, and what is it about about Canada and about Canadians where we always find ourselves comparing ourselves to the United States and trying, in we twist ourselves into pretzels, trying to find some way in which we we think we can say we're better than they are when we're yeah. doing the same thing. I don't understand why we're so determined to do this. Listen, I, you know, it's. Uh it really comes down to an inferiority complex. And, uh, you know, for a country as old as ours, and which and we really do have a rich history, um, to continuously try to compare to a country that is 10 times the size of us, uh, much different climate, much different history, uh, is kind of sad. You know, we should be adult enough right now for us to say we're proud of our own achievements and uh, and focus on those. Yeah. What are your conclusions, Dr. Jacobs, about the reopening of the province of Ontario, the schedule and the methodology announced by Premier Ford? Well, it's cautious and it's sound, um, and those are two very important things. The My criticisms are uh, that we're not getting kids back into school, uh, I think that it's very important for kids' mental health 
even if they're not learning a damn thing, just to get them back a little bit of normalcy, uh, and that will help kick off uh, the following school year. Uh, so I, I think that it's really, really important, and every single major pediatric society and hospital agrees with me. Um, the problem for Premier Ford is that schools became political, and people were attacking him on schools with with really weak data, very weak data, but you had big names shouting him down, um, and... Uh, you know, it, it cost him politically, and now he's uh, rightfully so very cautious about reopening schools. Well, there's a reason that we um, call these segments, and I, I think we do it with your approval, when healthcare and politics intersect. Um, and, and we've you, you and I have talked about, I've asked you about this, and that is that uh, healthcare professionals do allow their political preferences to. This may not be the best choice of words. Infect their pandemic messaging. Am I? Am I close? Yeah, absolutely, and guess what? I'm I'm as guilty of that as others, you know. Uh, and and uh, it would be really rich of me to suggest otherwise. Um, that having been said, uh, I try my best to call out nonsense when I see it. And you'll remember when a certain mem- uh, minister went down south uh, for for holidays. I was furious about that, and I spoke out about it. But I think that. Uh, we all have our own political leanings, but we have to make sure that whatever political leanings we have uh, are used to criticize in a constructive way to direct the pandemic effort for the better. And we, we have to make sure that, they're, that we're not using our voices uh, in such a way that people get injured. Uh, so it, you, you really have to be careful because we're in a position of trust and uh, some power. So it's important to use that carefully. Dr. Jacobs, if we take politics right out of the equation, because we've been in this pandemic for well over a year now, mm. if we were to take politics right out of the equation, how mm. would we be approaching what needs to be done now? How would it change? What do you think? Well, I, you know, I, I think that we would have been in a very different situation right from the beginning. If we had taken politics and the social justice and all of that out and just looked at this as purely a pandemic that needs to be addressed, we would have taken Australia's route uh, and closed down the borders hard, uh, put a lot of restrictions on people's personal liberties, um, and, uh, and we would have come out of this uh, much, much faster. Uh, that having been said, we didn't, and we are where we are. I think that um, the only thing that I would see different, uh, differently in terms of how we should respond at this point uh, would be in terms of uh, the reopening. Perhaps we would reopen a week or two sooner. Perhaps we'd be a little bit more aggressive with, re- with the reopening. But we have to remember that there's a wild card out there, which is the Indian variant. Uh, and uh, we have to take into consideration that we could hit a fourth wave if we're not careful. So I, I think that we are where we are right now. We're not in a, in a, in a very bad situation in terms of um, vaccines. We're not in a very bad situation in terms of reopening. I think that given where, where we are right now, we're on the right track. For all of our listeners, you can follow Dr. Jacobs on Twitter at drjacobsrad, R-A-D. 
at Dr. Jacobs Rad. Just want to say one more thing: the total numbers of uh, vaccinations in the United States: two hundred eighty-one million five hundred ninety-five thousand three hundred and fifty-one. It's a good number. It's a beautiful number, sure. and, it, and it impacts us as well. Yes. Uh, you know, their safety is our safety. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.